Nip. I'm ready, yeah. Baby Shark. <laughs> Welcome to Circle Around. On this podcast, we hope to see, analyze, reflect, and respond better to our context by asking meaningful questions that lead to better questions. Our conversation is aimed at helping believers make sense of their world and then reimagine a new way of responding faithfully with full presence to the challenges of our urban society. We are your hosts, Lusanda and Masatsumashiro. I think for me, the most important um, thing that I've always valued with the two of us is that we we process things all the time. And the more that we talk to each other, the more that we learn together, um, the better we we really want to be. Well, firstly for each other, because I think you're a nice guy. Thank you. And you think I'm pretty awesome too. So when we, <laughs> when we when we have those conversations, yeah. and also we're ideators, when we have those ideating conversations, it always helps us to um, to see into each other's worlds and also to see the world together yeah. better. So um, obviously I'm going into why I've always wanted to have a platform like this with you and to be in a space like this. And we're like quite this. different in the way we process. We are, we're very yeah. different. I process, I do I do from big picture to the particular. Um, what do I do? And you get straight to the point. You're like, oh. I hate popcorn. I'm like, well, if you think about the value of corn. I it? said. I said. <laughs> I don't know. Really <laughs> complex way of processing things. <laughs> so anyway, so, so <laughs> yeah, you know, but but then even though we process differently, um, we've always firstly enjoyed um, the framework given by the Praxis Cycle. I remember when I came across it in that, um, in, the, in, the, in the book, uh, Holman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, we was basically giving a framework of how to um, go from seeing uh, like a need, whether it's in a community that is needing help or assessing a particular uh, thing or trying to develop spirituality. But in trying to get a response, you go through a process called the praxis cycle where, where first you immerse and see the issue or the context for what it is and you try to read and you see your own positionality and you immerse yourself yeah. in the story. And then after you've immersed yourself in the story, you look around and say, okay, who is here? Mm. What is here? And you analyze. Mm. And um, that analysis will give you a better understanding of why the story is the way it is yeah. and who you are in that story. And, uh, and so that analysis then moves you to a place where you do some reflection. Mm. And in our case, because we're Christians, our, our, our reflection happens in the, well, you know, we, we sit with, with theology, like who does God say, what, who does God mm. say um, the people in the situation are, or about me in the situation, but we, we reflect on it through a theological lens and trying to assess uh, yeah. the places in scripture where a similar situation would have been encountered, uh, would have encountered God and, or, or whatever. Yeah. And so a theological reflection um, about what you've immersed yourself and analyze is therefore the best way in which you move into action, right? Yeah. And uh, and that action is actually informed yeah. and is better because you've thought well, right? Yeah. Firstly, you've immersed yourself and you haven't just centered your way of seeing, um, but you, you, you've tried to read the room, yeah. read the situation, read the context, yeah, and analyze context. it, broaden yeah. your context, yeah. right? Ask questions that allow you to also interrogate yourself yeah. so that by the time you act, you act in a way that's faithful that's to the to the yeah. need at hand. And so we, I mean, we love it in terms of how we also yeah. think in our own communication. Um, yeah. I, tried to, I tried to introduce it. Like, you, you did I it. mean, I, 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 uh, 
I bought into it so much so that I was like, okay, this let's try and do this uh, for our marriage conversation. Yeah, I know. And that uh, and you hated it. I do because I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, I have feelings everywhere right now. Yeah. I don't want to put them through the. Yeah, and I'm basically going, so. What is happening? No, 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 no. We're not yet at why it's happening. Just tell me what, what is, is happening. happening. Just <laughs> yeah. assess it, Lucy. Yeah. Just assess it. But, but talking yeah. about immersion, talking about immersion, we, we like to start, uh, I guess, talking about the incarnation of, of, uh, of Jesus. Yes. Right. God, God, God making his way into, into the world. Uh, God not standing far off, seeing the mess in the world and just trying to fix it from afar, but yeah. getting intimately involved, being part of the solution uh, by being born into it. The word, the word became flesh. Yeah. And in that sense, God able to on one side identify with our pain, identify you know, with our despair, and uh, just this idea that a hope that hasn't really faced this despair is not a believable one, yeah. because in our stories we want to, to know that actually if you are coming in to to, uh, to listen to our stories, to be part of our pain, that you also know uh, where we are coming from, that yeah. you know our context and God knows the context of pain and Absolutely. despair, but also on the other side, uh, who then uh, ushers in a vision of hope, uh, ushers in a vision of um, uh, a way of new way of living and yes. acting yeah. in the world, right? Now, it also speaks into this idea where we think, you know, Chris, the Christian story is often about you know, that there is only one way, you know, to God. Uh, but if you read it with this immersion lens, then it's actually the other way around. It's not that there is a way to God and I found it in Jesus Christ. It's actually that, you know, that, that God made a way, you know, to us. You yeah. know, that's actually the better story, that, that God found a way to reach us yeah. and to, to, to us. Yeah. Uh, but uh, with that in mind, I want to ask you two questions. Um, you know, where have you, you know, seen the pain of the, the broken world? And we talk about God identifying with the brokenness. Things are not, you know, yet as God intends them to, to, to be, um, to function. And we, that's often manifests in the different things that are happening in, in the world. And we, we, we experience this pain, I guess, of, of brokenness in the world. Mm. But I also want to ask you this week, where have you seen, you know, this uh, shalom, breaking in where we see the the this is what where the king you know uh, rules and and the reign is being expressed the yeah. breaking in of of that's right world, yeah. where where have you experienced that uh this week so i love that you started with the incarnation as a as a way in which god made his way to us mm. made his way to us to this world to our pain um and the pain that I witnessed this week um, was obviously the pain of um, in the death of Nathaniel Julius yeah. and how this 16-year-old uh, uh, boy with Down syndrome uh, was shot by the police. And there's something about the particularity of the story and how, firstly, it broke, it brought to the fore for me, firstly, some of the um, ways in which people from, um, from certain communities get treated by police. Mm. 
Um, and not only that, that there are particular stereotypes and, and typecasting that's given to different communities, and in particular to the colored community, where um, there's this assumption that if anyone is shot from the colored community, it's probably gang warfare mm. and violence and, and, and so on. And so um, I remember somebody um, on social media, a celebrity on social media, posted a powerful post where he said, I wonder if this story would have caught everyone's attention if the boy hadn't had Down syndrome mm. or if the story would have been written off as, oh, that's just another shooting in another colored community. Mm. And so while he said, yes, of course, let's think about police brutality, but let's also think about some of the ways this story could have been brushed off. Yeah. If um, if his uh, if his Down syndrome wasn't part yeah. of the thing that is a, that's cutting about mm. about it, and so um, it really it definitely made me lament the fact that um, black and coloured lives uh, lives of people of colour in in um, in under resourced communities um, under lockdown has been has been very telling and really really shocking because the number of people that have died during lockdown um, has been has been quite has been quite horrific, but also that how this story reflected to me some of those stereotypes that maybe I was the one that could have just easily scrolled past that story because yeah. is it another colored um, boy in a colored you know community? And it made me look at myself and the and the and the ways in which I I have these preconceived ideas about certain communities. Mm. And um, the place where yeah, I so. saw shalom break through, babe, mm. was. Uh, I mean, it's it's coupled with a bit, with a very sad story, which we're going to go into mm. in the rest of our, of our conversation today. Sitting with my with my daughter, and she was watching her songs on the. It was on it was on Friday, yeah, yeah. so uh, it was Friday or Saturday Friday morning. Yeah. Um, my daughter was watching YouTube, and then this ad comes. Thank, thank you to my daughter. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. like to say she also she looks also she looks child. more like me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. I'm just I just want to put it out there. So, <laughs> Rissang, yeah. um, you know that ad that she never lets us uh, skip. Yes. It's oh, this. It, I forgot which 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 car is it? Is it a is it an Audi? I never. It doesn't actually matter, isn't it? Yeah, so this 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 beautiful black ballerina <laughs> and her hair is in a bun yeah. and it's a beautiful um, Afro bun. Um, she's dancing slowly on the screen. I remember the first time we saw that. Yeah, yeah. We we were amazed at how like she was fixed on the Because the first thing you want to do is, is just, just skip like, the ad to get to the, the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she but she wouldn't let us. Yeah, don't skip and then she said, Don't skip. Ad. But in but on this particular day I'm talking about, um, she was so mesmerized, babe, and I could see she was like she was moved. I could see she's moved on her face. And I said, Rory, what's happening? And she said, That is me. Yeah. And uh, as this lady's moving slowly, my child was just fixed on this on the screen and, and I said, Rory, what is she doing? She says, she's being me. And it was so beautiful for me to see my child um, see something that she could do and she could be. Um, there was a time where you didn't see black colored Indian ballerinas in mainstream ad advertisements for something that you actually want to sell, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I guess for, obviously it's loaded for me, but for her, it's going to be her normal world. Mm. And so it was beautiful to see that. And, um, and I remember sending it to, to you yeah. and, uh, and, and, and another friend of mine. And I was just so moved because I realized this is, this is why yeah. representation is important, that the child, that our children are not going to have to do all the work we've had to do yeah. to see ourselves, um, things that we want to be projections of our future selves. 
so so yeah so that I think it's 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 it's, it's amazing how she's she's even um, learned how to dress herself because yes. she gets her sisters yes ballet clothes and she practices on how to put them on so much so she's that she got leg leg warmers on too yeah I know <laughs> I saw like <laughs> so I thought I thought it was I thought it was amazing I think uh, that's how she learned how to dress herself because she wanted to get into her ballet clothes her, ballet her clothes. sister's ballet yeah. clothes and figured it out because no one would help yeah. her yeah. and now she pretty much developed <laughs> the skills of uh, yeah, know, dressing yeah. herself in fact we saw that at twice and then she started dancing again yeah, it yeah. was really awkward but I had to clap <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's amazing but but now talking about representation you know mm. the story break uh, breaks um you know we read about it uh, the passing of uh, you know somebody who'd been a, a, a an icon uh, and of course you can get you know uh into the place where you just look at what somebody represented to you than thinking about who they are mm, yeah. and who they essentially as themselves uh Chadwick the passing of Chadwick obviously uh was you know sent a bit of waves around around the world as many people reflected on what you know his life uh, his work and his message meant you know to them you know uh as you read that uh they, that he passed away what what were some of the things that immediately came to mind um how did you process it i didn't i didn't expect it to impact me that much and i realized it impacted me that much firstly because of how how we responded i mean we, we saw the hype right it was it was it was incredible the way in which for the first time in mainstream media you had a movie that hollywood mm. um did and um it was written by it sorry it was directed by um a black director and they were very intentional in terms of the costumes that they wore the languages that they spoke and the different african um tribes and aesthetics that they brought into the movie so uh, i mean it was it was a it was an important moment and we went to the theater and i don't know how cheesy you thought i was but like i was like dizongabumpako guys yeah and i remember i had shoes and then i decided to take them off and i yeah. didn't want even want to make eye contact with you that was the that was that was the, i mean like i was like that's oh, fine you know my wife is my wife and yeah. you know and uh, but when you took off the shoes i was like cuz i was like that's it yeah in the we mall i normally associate that with other people i've often joked that i would like some white people confidence and part of white people confidence is you know the ability to walk barefoot in the in mall <laughs> because i i just yeah. i just wouldn't have the button that you you then i did it yeah and um and i didn't realize how how important that was and i remember seeing this movie yeah. and um and it and i heard it's the closer yeah and i didn't realize how much i longed for it like from a deep place i cried I cried throughout the whole movie but it was like happy tears but also tears of mourning that there wasn't a Wakanda it, <laughs> yeah. you know the yeah. african modernity and development on its own terms was interrupted was yeah. disrupted but um but here is this movie and it's allowing it's allowing many of us to dream and to have that this is what it would have been like this is what our high rises would have looked yeah. like this is what our streets would have looked like um the other night when we tried to watch it again we noticed oh there's no tar but it's red ochre soil yeah. right and um and at that moment i mean we left the theater firstly it was nice hearing it's closer right yeah, i know i i yeah <laughs> i had mixed feelings about it you know not uh, not uh, oh. being but, you know uh, um closer but understand no i mean obviously it 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 meant it represented 
you know, Sound sort of. Like say. And there were other languages too. You yeah. know, I swear, I, I could swear. I, I swear, I, I, I think there was Songa as well. And you know, but but there was a sense of oh no. When I watched it again, I was like, hey, the Tosa Nation. Tosa you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they've been already asking for their own country, no. saying that they're carrying South Africa <laughs> and all of the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so I was like, you know what? Enough, enough. Let's not replay this movie. But yeah. but it wasn't just the language, it right? Was, um, and I think the thing about the language is that in, in other movies where Firstly, there's a fictional African country, um, Zamunda, Kabu yeah, yeah. Babumba. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, there'd be an actual F, a fictional African country. And then there's a fictional African language. Babe, yeah, yeah. you've heard those. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? I still and remember, the, the, by the way, the king of Zamunda. Zamunda. Yeah, yeah, I still remember. Joffy Joffa. Joffy Joffa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. I, I, get, I get it. It's hard to, you know, find an African linguist. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what the, the reason would have been, but, um, but I appreciated that. And I actually read recently that it's because Chadwick, when they chose Tosa, is from um, the, the, the Avengers movie where uh, old King T'Chaka yeah. gets bombed. Right, and he actually heard John Gani speaking in Kosa, and he asked to learn it's a Kosa for that scene that it, it's an actual African language. And then with John Gani, um, they they said those those scenes in yeah. Kosa, and and then so by the time Ryan Kogel um, got the script to do the movie, he was like, "We're going to do this in Kosa, right?" And so for me, the fact that it felt like it brought a global story, located it, and everyone in the African diaspora found themselves, they found their joy, they found their dream, they found their longing. We mourned corporately, but we were like, that yeah. happened, yeah. that happened. Yeah. And then we decided to, like we left that, we, we spoke about it. I don't know what time we slept that night after that movie. Well, well yeah, because it was, we were having the Rory Sung experience. That's, that's us. That's, that's us. me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're having that experience because I remember when we walked in into the theater, and I, I remember overhearing a conversation where somebody was going, "Gosh, what's the fuss about?" Looking at everybody, you know, and their, you know, yeah. their traditional uh, attire. Like, why are they being extra? Um, yeah, and then yeah. trying to figure. Out, but and I think in that sense, they didn't, they missed that moment because we were going, yeah. "That's that's us. That's, that's us. me." You know, a lot of people doing that. Yeah. Um, but then we we come back and then we set up this conversation. Yeah, I remember yes, we we like let, we we like let's get people in the room to talk because it it wasn't just entertainment that you walk past. Yeah, um, there were things that were brought up. Either it's themes in the movie of yeah. of women, women that um that were that were protecting women, yeah. um, women that weren't put delegated to the to certain spaces. Yeah, I remember you gave that talk on that night. Um, the women of Wakanda. You know, yeah, the women of Wakanda. Uh, and even the talk itself was interesting because it, we invited people to come to a place and without much like detail, people were like coming. They were coming because they were like, if it's Black Panther and there's a conversation attached to it, we want to be in the room. We don't care what, yeah. what is, <laughs> yeah. what is being discussed. Yeah, we don't know. We don't yeah, care. We, we, we just want to be in the room because we want, there's something that we want to be a part of. And um, I remember... Um, you 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 didn't you didn't really want us to put who the speakers were or even what the titles of the things were, yeah, yeah. Um, and even without people knowing what the thing what what the specific topics were going to be about, people pitched because there was a longing yeah. to have that conversation, yeah. and so yeah. and, and so then you speak about mm. the women of Wakanda. You know, we're coming again from you know uh, we've 
the end of a woman's month and uh, having reflected on, you know, just the the pain, uh, but also maybe the opportunities for us to learn and for us to to do this differently. Now, you know, your thoughts on that, because I remember that was just such an amazing uh, talk that you, 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 you gave based on the women of Wakanda. The women of Wakanda, yeah. yeah. So the women of Wakanda for me um, make me think about the fact that the way in which I train my, I train, we train our children now and our daughters, the way in which we, we prepare um, where they can expect to thrive. Mm-hmm. It's really, really important because um, I realized I had never seen um, a young black scientist girl, yeah. right? Um, yeah. If there's a girl, she's, she I, yeah, and I mean, Shuri was, yeah. Shuri was sassy. Shuri yeah. was on top of things. She was a scientist and, um, yeah. and, and te- it was technology that even the other tribe, the, the um, Mbaku, Mbaku's yeah. people's yeah. tribe, they, they scoffed at the fact that they would let a child be head of their technology, yeah. right? But this girl um, wasn't, was, at, was, at the, was at the forefront of the game. And I thought to myself, yeah, I like that. And I remember in the talk, I spoke about the way in which the, 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 there's these predetermined Templates mm. for what girls can do and what boys can do, and I spoke about the way in which the the shop shops are color coded. This is the mm. pink side. This is the blue side. Mm. In the pink side, it's all the makeup sets, all the all the cooking sets, mm. all the doll sets, and uh, homemaking sets. Mm. But on the boy side, it's all the toys. How to figure? You know, how, all, all the toys that with things that you solve, all the electronics, yeah, all the yeah, puzzles, yeah. basically the everything stuff. that makes your brain. Yeah. Um, By the way, Babani now develop. talks about how she's going to. She's be going to be an engineer, engineer yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> because of and um, yeah. and I mean we I mean we were already having that conversation um, before this movie came out, but by the time that we saw Shuri, yeah. I was like, there we go. come on, yeah. right? And so um, so in that talk, we just relayed. Um, I, I was I was just investigating the way in which. The, what's the template that we that we laying for our boys and girls to yeah. thrive together? What's that future going to be when they thrive and they take power together to tend to the world? Yeah. What are the things we're preparing them to do or not be able to do? And so, let me let me ask you on that because yeah. you played a very critical role in how intentional we are with our girls yeah. in our home. I remember uh, you even you know sitting me down saying, "Okay, what excites me about?" the way that uh, Case A. Smith has been talking about liturgies yes. as these everyday things that we do uh, that are not just what we do, but things that also do stuff to, to us, us, right? Yes. That change us. And so we're thinking about discipleship, not as just giving people information, but actually, you know, creating, that's right, like these habits, uh, these rhythms in the home that actually do things to us so that spiritual formation is something that we participate in rather than just sit and just receive and and then you then said let's do a let's do an audit a liturgic i remember i love the word you said liturgical audit (laughs) and and of our home you know and uh, and i remember thinking okay you you're asking the question what in our home you know is is discipling or teaching our kids intentionally to embody certain values but also to become the people that god yeah. you know uh is calling them to be yeah. um but now talk to me about that then then because you are somebody who led that in 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 our home you're very intentional you're very passionate about it yeah. and to 
what you've seen now with our girls? So um, I'll, I'll make a quick example about um, a movie that, um, that, that they were seeing. It was The Little Mermaid. Yes. Right? Do you, <laughs> yes. Remember, do you remember that I moment? do remember that. I remember the moment because I overheard you teaching them about the movie. I heard you chuckle. I did hey, because like... you say, so you say, so, so, okay, so many people talk about that movie and I guess it's about romance, it's about determination, it's about, and I thought, you know, it's very interesting as we, as we decided that we're not going to, uh, you know, pro I guess protect them or yeah, keep them away, yeah, yeah. but we're going to re like shape them and teach yeah. them as they engage with uh, sort of mainstream Because that's what we also stuff. want them to know yeah. how to do, just to, just to speak into culture. And then you say Sorry. to them, to the girls, so I walk past and all I heard, maybe you can give the better context here, because all I heard was, so girls, with Ariel, you see that she was willing to give up her voice for, just to, so she can be seen by a boy. Girls, the moral of the story is don't give up your voice, you know, so that you can be visible to, to a, a boy. boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all I heard. And right? I just, you know, just chuckled and I was like, okay. Hashtag Andizi, this is not my conversation. <laughs> was, yeah. yeah, babes, I remember. I, I, yeah. I, I was, I mean, when, that, when, it, when it dawned on me that, wait a minute, this is what's actually happening here. Yeah. I mean, you can say, people can say that I'm, I'm reading too much into it. Yeah. But I remember that when I was growing up, I just fell in love with the story. All I thought was, oh, I want to be a mermaid. And I romanticized this idea of losing my voice. One day a prince will see me. And then eventually I'll get back my voice because he's going to kiss me and it's going to be all great. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then, you know, <laughs> when, <laughs> when the kids are yours yeah, and the yeah. girls are yours, yeah. you, 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 you begin to think a little bit like, yeah. um, how do I want them to experience the world yeah. and how and how do I and how do I reverse engineer a woman um, uh, who is not going to be dependent on the liberating kiss of a boy in yeah. order to be who she's she fully is. Yeah. Um, so then I saw this story and that, um, you know, Ursula not Ursula, Ariel was yeah. given a choice, right? Yeah. She, she saw the prince, yeah. thought, I like prince. And yeah. then Ursula, who wanted the kingdom, yeah. right, thought, okay, I'm going to trick this princess yeah. into giving me her voice. And I'm going to tell her that if she gives me her voice, mm. this she's going to be able to go be with the boy that she wants, provided that the boy kisses her and the boy chooses her, mm. right? Anyway, so then... Um, I, I struggled and I thought, should I switch off this movie or should we just watch it and then we debrief later on? Okay, I thought, okay, let's watch the movie. So we watched the movie. <laughs> and then, um, but while that was happening, while that choice was happening, and I, I just want, I needed them to realize, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know if they got it, but I just, I'll I tell you what Armani said. Okay, you, you tell, you tell me. Me. You So, so I, I just realized there what was happening is that um, they, this is where Ariel, was now going to see the her visibility like her visibility to the boy yeah. as her prize and what she had to do was to just give up her voice yeah. in order to be seen by this boy in order for her to have these legs she had to lose her voice and her ability to to um to sing beautifully which made her unique mm. and i and i thought I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want them to yeah. think. That, I know that the movie was was going to probably show that, 
this wasn't okay. It's just that the reward of being kissed was a, by a boy mm. was too much of an over, overplus. Yeah. And I didn't want them to walk away with thinking, great, the boy kisses her, it all works out at the end. But I needed for them to, to think, to, I, I, so I wanted to teach them that mm. the visit, you, don't, you don't have to give up your voice yeah. in order to be seen by the prince. That's amazing. Um, and then you walk off with the prince and hope everything works out well. So, you know, we're talking about uh, representation, yeah. seeing ourselves, you know, in, in, in a, in a yeah. oh, yeah, seeing ourselves in the, in the stories that are told. We're talking about, you know, um, being, being, or desire to be visible. Yeah. But there's a cost to it. Yeah. And uh, the, 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 there are some spaces that tell you you've got to diminish yeah, this part diminish, of you so that, that at the, but then, you know, circling around, yeah. um, we start talking about the incarnation, Come on. right? We're talking about a God who sees. He's the, he's the, yeah. he's the, he's the one who initiates. Yeah. He sees yeah. and he sees us in our, in our spaces where we are located. Yeah. He sees us uh, in in our in our pain in our in our mess. We don't have to uh, perform. We don't have to, you know, curate, you know, ourselves. We don't have to yeah. uh, change or be presentable. Yeah, and you be know, palatable. and be palatable. He show. sees us exactly. He knows where we are, mm. and and I'm looking forward uh, maybe to the future where we talk about, you know, why space, uh, where yeah. we are located. Yeah. And how God interacts with us based on where we are and what that means for spiritual formation. I'm interested in mm-hmm. that conversation. Yeah, Maybe we yeah, can have that yeah. next. But, but, but to talk about how God uh, sees us and we don't have to perform. That we, we are loved before we are, we are even lovable yeah. uh, or present ourselves or before we act in a way that is, is, is uh, we interpret as, as, as lovable. That is really the... The, the 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 at least an important part of the of the christian yeah. story yeah. and so how how do we take the sense of knowing that we are we are we are loved and accepted in the person or through jesus christ and move on to the place where we now what does that mean about our actions right what does it mean about the lives that we ought to live because yeah. if we don't have to act to be to be to be loved, but we because we are loved now, we can act. What does it mean for our for our action in the world? Yeah. So if I can just go back a little bit to um, as so as a way of getting into what you're asking me, my love. If I can go back a little bit into um, some of the things that uh, the life and the work of Chadwick Boseman are meant. Um, mm. I'll, I'll just make a broad stroke and say meant for, for the global black community. It was that um, in the last four years, first, uh, firstly, I mean, he's been living with, with a sickness that, has had, that had been wasting his life away, but it seemed that um, he, he made sure he had to be intentional in the mm. roles that he chose. Yeah. Um, he was very deliberate to not take roles that would typecast him yeah. because the typecasting meant that it's not just it's not just um, uh, his own career that's affected, but it's also the image mm. that black boys and black uh, other black people will see that are acceptable to play. Those are the parts that someone like you takes, yeah. right? And, um, and I love that his legacy is that 
these these four iconic movies yeah. that he's mostly remembered for. I, I think there might be other things that he was involved in, but he was mostly remembered for Thurgood Marshall, James yeah. Brown, um, uh, T'Challa in, Bla in Black Panther, and uh, and I um, and and I forget the the, the mm. one. Um, all these four movies had to do with um, him saying, "I'm not going to choose the role." that everyone else says that I must play because this is what people like me play. I'm gonna choose I'm gonna choose the role that I want because I've got agency in the story and I have a story to tell. Yeah. And there's something mm -hmm. there for me, babes, that's really, really important because in life yeah. we get we, we know that everybody else will have an opinion of who you're supposed to be and mm -hmm. where you belong. And that's what the apartheid does. That's what gender and uh, sorry, sexism and classism does. It it look it says this is where you belong. Yeah. You stick to your area. You stick, yeah. you know, and, and but then the person who infers those limits, yeah. they get to kind of have the supreme sovereignty over how everyone else stays in their line. Yeah. And I actually believe that um that's why uh us having a healthy view of God, mm. that it's actually God's image mm. on us that um, that brings us into liberation, the fact that we're being invited to be like God, right? Mm. And so us um, wanting to pursue to be like God and God sending his son to mm. show us a picture of this is who I am. Yeah. I want you to be like Jesus and yeah. love like Jesus yeah. and see others like Jesus. And so that invitation to the image of God, it shows me that anything else that seeks to do yeah the opposite which yeah. is to show an image of itself and says be like me yeah, yeah. if you're not like me if you don't meet the standard yeah, yeah. then you're not human enough mm. that for me that affront is what i believe um we're, we're being asked to resist yeah. because someone else's self-idolatry can't now yeah. stir me towards my own self-idolatry yeah. even if i if, even in a way of um taking someone else's um view of who i am and acting according to it I want to be free from someone else's self idolatry, and um, and and now when I think about awesome. what 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 you just asked me, the beauty of um, of loving God then, um, or being loved by God is that God is able to heal some of the broken social imagination that tends to want to shape us, mm. um, and that those distortions, as they get as 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 they get exposed. Yeah. And as we live intentionally, we, we build habits and yeah. liturgies um, that, that form us in a way that say, I'm, I'm not made to live within the limitations of what society paints me to be. Mm. I actually, do, I have, age, I, I want to, I want to be healed and live with my God-given agency mm. to live outside that false script, mm. right? There are things that are happening personally within me there are things that are going to happen structurally and in institutions that experience me and i have a responsibility to to name those things and hopefully the rest of the community around me will help to dismantle those things yeah. but um the love of god sets me free to um to be healed and to know that i'm actually called to be like god and to be loved by god so that i, I don't have to stick to the script of someone else's self-idology and, and even mine yeah, and talking about that script, I think you really loved his one of his speeches on purpose. Mm. You know, when he was talking about uh, purpose, yeah. um, and I think in the way he understood it, or the way, exp exp well, at least I, how I understand him to 
to be meaning purpose is a sense of I'm meant for I'm something. Meant for something. I'm meant for something, and yeah. it's not determined. It's transcendent. That yeah. that script is transcendent. It's, it's not correct, but it's not. It's not just received from our community. Uh, uh, it's not received. It's not made up in that sense. But it's something I discover, mm. you know. But something that I sit with this longing for, yeah. and that that um, my life is is accomplished. Yeah when I discover it and I live towards it, or at yeah. least live purposefully towards finding it and and, yeah. and honestly towards it, but not just to accept somebody else's, like you said, script, yeah. uh, you know, about how you should live Absolutely. your life. Because, well, that, that impacted me because one of the, I think this is one of the big questions uh, that people ask that I ask, you know, is what, what are we meant to, to do? Yeah. What are we meant uh, to do here? Why are we here? And uh, and um, and I just remember reading, you know, uh, that quote that uh, there is a purpose, you know, to to life, and we can know it. Yes. You know that it is to 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 know God, yeah. to enjoy God yeah. forever. Yes. Uh, but to live towards justice and mercy in all things, to do this in community with those uh, who uh, share those values, uh, to those who are community in Jesus Christ, to pursue these things. Uh, and and just reading that and going, oh, there's purpose and we can know it. Yeah. Uh, there's, some, there's a relief that comes, I guess, with uh, thinking through that I have found uh, what I'm meant, you know, to be doing, uh, you know, and, and now I can ask myself, what does that look like specifically in my life in various uh, things that I'm, I'm involved in yeah. and what tools do I have to, you know, to live towards that yeah. thing? And I mean, that's speaking of that speech, he made it to a group of graduates, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it was important for me that it, it was to a group because normally I know when I read, yeah. when I read the scripture you quoted, which is Jeremiah 29, 11, yeah. um, fortunately, I, 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 I read and I meditate on that scripture in view of the entire chapter. It's one of the most yeah. <laughs> quoted, like, yeah. watched, uh, uh, you know, yeah, abused totally scriptures, uh, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and one of the things that I've, I've learned is, is, is that the purpose that God speaks to there, it doesn't just speak to the individual, but it's, it's spoken to a collective. Mm -hmm. Because what God, um, the community of Israel, um, yes, it was things that happened on an individual capacity but it created a, an accumulative collective social mm -hmm. imagination and it brought them to Babylon. Collective consequence. Collective yeah. consequence right and so again to hear that yeah. that scripture being told to a group yeah. of, um, of young black graduates um, from an HBCU um, a historically black college university like Howard yeah. was significant because there's something um, in the African community even in the diaspora that says, um, my well-being is not just for myself, yeah. but it has to sit within the wellness of the collective. And that's yeah. where our actions um, are brought into accountability, right? Yeah. So then um, it's not about, so how, how I live and the, and the knowledge that I accumulate, it's not for the sake of, of knowledge itself, but it's to be embodied. And when, I, and when I pursue embodiment, I'm pursuing accountability. I'm yeah. pursuing that what I believe is going to impact your life, my love, yeah. and our children, yeah. and how our children heal or yeah. not heal the city. Yeah. And so I, I enjoyed that, and I needed to see that. And I remember seeing these, these young people. There was this young woman. Yeah. She had curly hair, <laughs> um, and yeah. she was sitting like this, rocking back and forth, and she had 
tears in her eyes. And I realized, I know that Wakanda's made up. I know that he was really the king of Wakanda. Yeah. But I, the, what it meant for them yeah. as African-Americans who yeah. were displaced through yeah. slavery and put in a world that still feels like it doesn't want them there because of, of the way that they were brought there. Yeah. For them to hear somebody that, that represented that. Yeah. Um, and he actually went to that university as well. Might, must have been amazing. And so this idea of, um, of, 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 of being encouraged about your purpose as a collective. I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's, it, that's at least if we understand the gospel, I think properly, it's not just that God has a wonderful plan for my life, but God has a wonderful plan for the world. Yeah. It's God's plan for, you know, for his cosmos to mm -hmm. fix the broken cosmos. I'm, I'm, I'm part of it and I benefit from that because I'm part of it, but it's for the world. Mm -hmm. And 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 uh, and to 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 understand things like purpose, uh, I guess collectively is, a, is an important part of yeah. that. To how does God see it? And shalom. How, this yeah. is what God intends. You know, this is how God intends things to work. Yeah. You know, and so I, I guess I, I ask a few a few questions. Um, you know, to come again. You know, uh, to yeah. circle around, circle to around. circle around. I ask a few, a few questions. Um, what do stories like Nathaniel, uh, you know, mean for me when I think about certain, like you said, ideas, certain paradigms that frame certain communities based on, on our stories, our painful stories. Yeah. Uh, what broken stories do I carry? You know, in 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 and how do I how do I know uh, my stories um, are broken, and how uh, how do I align them? Because if I continue those broken stories, I continue with the broken analysis, broken reflections, and broken ways in which mm. I still frame people and read stories like these. But also, then it cripples my action. How do yeah. I act in the story? Because this stories like these, they 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 are stories of accountability. Yeah. Right? They're not just stories that happen there. So yeah. what is my relationship to this story, to these communities and so forth? And so then I ask myself also when, you know, little Rory Sang, you know, says, um, you know, this is this is me. Uh, how do I how do I live in such a way also that I can I can be uh, somebody that other people can look to uh, and see themselves represented in some way or another where they were not before, you know, are there opportunities, are there barriers that I need to, you know, uh, break down and face myself? How do we do this in a, in a community and as a collective? Yeah. Um, you know, then I ask myself when I look at, uh, you know, some, somebody who lived their life in, in, in such a way that the way they live their lives is not just that they're celebrities, but people speak about the impact the that they're right, the yes, impact the that that and and in that sense, legacy bestowed as opposed to legacy, yeah. you know, built in. Yeah. Uh, but somebody that lives so consistently that people say, I feel the impact. I know that you're a brother. I know that you're, a, you know, you're, you're you're a son and I know that you're a neighbor and a community and a friend. And so your life and uh, your lo the, the loss of your life means something to those people yeah. who knew you. But right across 
you know, the seas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that loss as well. Absolutely. You know, uh, how can we in this world uh, live lives that, uh, uh, I guess for me, with my faith in the direction of others so that while I'm doing the mundane, the everyday, being faithful, that has an impact of goodness in the That's direction so good. of, others of others that I don't even know, yeah. you know, and not just directly with them, but what are some of the things systematically, uh, institutionally, and uh, that I am interacting with that yeah. means that when the way I've interacted with them, the result is goodness for others who yeah. are not, I'm not even socially connected, Absolutely. you know, to. And yeah. so, so we come um, full, full circle yeah. as we circle around. Thank you, Lusanda, for chatting to me. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I guess I'll see you home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's where we go, right? That's right. Thank you so much for sitting and coming full circle with us. Our conversation and growth as people of faith is ongoing. And so we'd love to keep journeying with you. Our circle around family, seeing how we can keep our cycle of faith action and reflection continuing so follow our instagram accounts and join us next week as we continue circling around